It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This podcast has graphic descriptions of gun violence. Listener discretion is advised. I talk to Zion all the time. Hey, baby, Grandma, love you. <laughs> and I got pictures, you know, around, and he'd be looking at me and stuff. And I'm like, hey, man, I'm okay. How are you? Like, I talk to him, you know? Just to let him know Grandma still loves him no matter what, even though you're not here. But I love you. Always will. Sandra Person's grandson, Zion, was killed in 2019 in Durham by gun violence. Zion was shot in the head while riding in his aunt's SUV with his aunt, siblings, and cousins. They were on their way to get snow cones. Gun violence and its impact on children is front of mind for Ashley Kennedy, too. She lives in Durham's McDougal Terrace public housing complex. In terms of gun violence, so when it does happen, like I know it happened this year, what is it like? It gets chaotic. And our biggest thing is when the kids hear the gunshots, a lot of the kids, like, they panic. And a lot of our kids come to the windows, a lot of the kids come outside. And I'm just trying to, like, find a program or something. So when something like that does happen, we already have a plan in place to take the children elsewhere and find something else to do because I just always felt like it's not good for a child to hear gunshots and then as soon as they step outside, they see somebody laying there or they see somebody wounded and then they have to go to school the next day and schools are not understanding what, you know, the children have been through the next day and the lashing out and the, the behavior, they just see it as children acting out. So a lot comes into play when gun violence happens in the community. I'm WREL investigative documentary reporter Kristen Severance. This podcast is a companion to WREL's TV documentary, Durham Under Fire, a deep dive into gun violence in the Bull City. If you haven't seen Durham Under Fire, make sure you check it out at WRELdocumentary.com and on WREL's YouTube page. This podcast series will give you a chance to get to know the voices featured in the doc a little better to learn more about their stories. Previous episodes have taken listeners on ride-alongs with Durham's chief of police and with two police officers who grew up in Durham and have lost people they love to gun violence. In our next episode, you'll hear from city leaders grappling with how to address the violence and the underlying issues that contribute to the devastation. But today I talk to the families families who know all too well about the toll of gun violence. A nine-year-old was shot and killed while sitting in a car in Durham last night. An eight-year-old was injured. Three more children and an adult were in the car as well. It was like something after eight when we got a phone call. It just hit me so hard, I hit the wall and I fell to the ground. I was just that weak. And, and I mean, my husband, he was there at the time. He was like, what's wrong? And I couldn't even talk. 
And it's like he had to like kind of wake me up because I I mean I can't even explain it. It was just so something like that. You when you get news, you never you see other people like you know get news and it's like they faint, fall out. I felt that. You know, I actually got weak and I just hit the wall and I just fell down. And then he's like, what's wrong? And I couldn't even speak. Everything was just taken out of me just for that moment, you know? I spoke to Sandra Person in her home in Durham. Her grandson, Zion Person, was on his way to get snow cones with his siblings and cousins when their vehicle was shot up. He hung on to like 2 o'clock in the morning. Yep. Oh, man, I'll never forget it. And just, I mean, to see him laying there, I still see it to this day. To this day. My baby laying in the bed with a hole in his head. Lifeless. And they even said he, I mean, he tried to hang on, but if he had a, if he just, if he would have made it, he would have been a vegetable, you know? So I guess God seemed fit for him to take him home so he won't be here, you know, living like that. But I miss him so much. I love all my grandkids, don't get me wrong. But he's just so loved and so missed. And our lives are not the same. I seen my grandkids, the ones that was in the truck at the time, I seen them just like transfer in front of my eyes. You know what I mean? They're here, but my granddaughter, she's uh, the shy type, and I can see all that shyness just coming, just coming out. You know, Xavier, he's a big eater. He'll just stop eating. You know, so it, it, does, it just doesn't affect the adults. It affected the kids, and they were there. You know, they were right there in that truck. When 22 bullets went through that truck, I just thank God that, not saying it in a bad way that it happened, but, oh, everybody could have got shot and died. You know what I mean? And my grandson, he has a hole in his arm that he has to look at every day. But he's 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 getting better, you know. His appetite trying to come back, and but it's still after almost three years, it still takes a toll on everyone, you know. We'll be right back. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. 
For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. There's a lot of potential out here. People don't even see it. I've seen the kids that can rap. I see the kids that can sing. I see the kids that can build things with their hands. We have kids out here that can make a full course meal and want to sell plates. We have kids out here that during the summer, they make lemonade and sell lemonade. There's so much potential out here. Ashley Kennedy is the president of the McDougal Terrace Resident Association. She tries to focus on the positives about McDougal Terrace, also known as the MAC. But she knows the narrative about the MAC is generally not good. In Durham, police are searching for the person who shot a man in McDougal Terrace. It happened around now midnight. Now at 30, Durham police investigating another shooting, the seventh person shot in the Bull City in less than 24 hours. Thanks for joining us. I'm Lena Tillette. And I'm Gerald Owens. This latest shooting was in the McDougal Terrace public housing complex, the same place four people were shot last night. And, and your own kids have seen it? My kids have seen so much in the community, so I'm working hard to get them out here, but my kids have seen it all. I actually have a daughter who suffers from PTSD, and she takes medicine for it. And I know there's a lot of other kids out here who actually are not diagnosed with PTSD, but you know it's PTSD when you see a car speeding down the street and hear a water bottle and everybody in the neighborhood is ducking. So it's, it's real. Everyone agrees the kind of situation that Kennedy is describing is untenable and must change. But people don't agree on how to make that change happen. Here's WRAL's Cullen Browder reporting in 2021. The past year of protests sparked by the death of George Floyd and other people of color targeted law enforcement tactics and funding. The word defund is something that's been sensationalized and it's scary to a lot of people, but in actuality, it's just reimagining what safety looks like. Kennedy understands why some people want less police presence in Durham communities. And like I tell the kids the same thing, all officers aren't bad officers, but people have, have lived experiences. And, and some of their lived experiences haven't been too great. So every, a lot of people have, you know, different perspectives of the police. But I tell them a lot of people who are saying they don't want police aren't living in communities that are impacted by gun violence. Like some of the people I talk to, like, they don't like to deal with the police, but they was like, I respect your decision because of where you live at. There has been an increased number of police at the MAC lately, either officers on patrol, driving through when they can, or additional checks by community engagement officers. These are officers who form relationships with residents and people living at the MAC to hopefully help them before a problem. Do you like seeing more police around? Yes, at the moment, I really do, until we can get to that point where, you know, we can police our own community, but right now, it's the safest things for our kids in McDougal. And just seeing the kids be able to ride their bikes outside, ride the scooters, you know, 
be able to stand out and watch the new park being built without having to duck gunshots. The kids are able to come to after school more and feel more comfortable because they know like the cops are going to be circling the area to make sure they get to after school on time. They pop in to make sure they're okay. So it's like they're finding a sense of security now and I just hope we can keep it that way. Ashley Kennedy supports more police being in her community, but she, like pretty much everyone I spoke with, doesn't think that's the only answer. And like everyone I spoke with, she doesn't think all the violence is gang-related. But she knows gang violence is a huge problem. Kennedy was once homeless, and she dated a gang member. She says extreme financial instability can lead a person to seek security somewhere else. A lot of times, people see gangs as family. Because a lot of times, they see the brokenness in a person, and it just takes them to go to somebody like and I tell people there's different versions of gangs everybody looks at gangs as bad people a gang could be a group of anybody and with gangs those kids see a sense of security there they like okay you know my big homie gonna make sure I eat my big homie gonna make sure I have somewhere to stay and that's why and they turn that way because they know at night I'm gonna be able to lay my head down I'm gonna be able to have a couple dollars in my pocket and I'm gonna be able to eat okay and that's how a lot of the people are strayed that way. That's the cycle. That's, that's just the cycle. Kennedy says housing that costs $2,000 a month to house her family, worrying about being evicted, having trouble accessing childcare, all these things contribute to people not feeling safe in her community. And even though Kennedy is an activist in her community and really wants to change the narrative about it, when she comes back home and sees all the repairs in the housing complex that haven't been taken care of, and just how stuck things seem, she often thinks about how she can get out of the MAC. When I went on vacation and I came back, it's like it's depressing. Mm -hmm. And it's like when you leave work and you, like when you leave for work and you come home and you come back in the same situation, it's like, it's, it's just there. It's just like it's depressing. It can lead to like mental issues. It can lead to so many other things. And people don't see that as a bigger picture. They just see it as these people living in the project and they're just going crazy. There's it's deeper than that. Like there's root causes to stuff like that. And people don't really see it as that. They just see it as a bunch of people going crazy. But not everybody is that way. But there are some people who are like have real life stuff going on. And like I see the struggles and stuff like that. And I'm just like. What else can we do? Because it's just, you know, I do my part the best I can. And I'm just like, you got to sometimes you just got to put your best foot forward. And even when you put your best foot forward, it's like something shoots you 10 steps back. We'll talk more about what many city elected officials feel are the complex root causes of gun violence in our next episode. But I want to go back to where we started. Zion Person. I want his name to echo in this chain. The Durham City Council is calling for action after the shooting death of nine-year-old Zion Person. We have to do everything we can every day to stop this violence. Person was shot Sunday night while driving with his aunt near the intersection of Leon and Duke Streets. Councilman Mark Anthony Middleton says he spoke with the child's aunt before the meeting. There were barely any words used in the conversation because it was just sobbing. And all she could get out was, why did this have to happen? 
I spoke to Councilman Middleton for the documentary, almost three years after Zion's death, and before anyone was convicted for his murder. I asked Middleton what he'd say to Zion's family now. When, when the blood of your family and the blood of your countrymen is spilled, it demands an answer. And I'm not talking about necessarily going to war or locking folk up, but, but we can't just let this blood be spilled without it spurring some response, without it, even in the tragedy and in the grief, something comes out of it that honors that life, that, that, that doesn't make it casual. Spilling our blood cannot be casual uh, of, 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 our, of our children, mainly black and brown children. I often think about that incident and, and you know, he, the other young people have been killed as well, but I remember that incident vividly and, and it reminded me that it doesn't matter really how many groundbreakings we go to or how many ribbon cuttings or how tall our skyscrapers get or how great our restaurants are. At the end of the day, uh, the efficacy of this government, the greatness of our city will be measured by whether or not Zion can go get an icy, whether or not our children uh, can play in a park and not have to duck and cover like soldiers. That will be the ultimate measure. In early July, justice, or at least accountability, was delivered to Zion's family. Antonio Davenport was found guilty on all charges related to the shooting of Zion Person, including murder. Prosecutors say Davenport opened fire on the family's Ford Explorer believing it belonged to a rival gang member. On our next episode, we'll talk with some of Durham's elected officials, including more from Councilman Mark Anthony Middleton, about what they're doing to address violence today and how they're trying to get at the root problems to prevent violence in the future. This has been Episode 3 of the audio companion to the WRAL documentary, Durham Under Fire. Follow the doc team on social at WRAL Docs for updates. Remember, you can watch the documentary on the WRAL YouTube channel. Be sure to like and subscribe. You can find more episodes of the WRAL Doc Companion podcast in this feed. This podcast was hosted and reported by me, Kristen Severance. Jay Jennings recorded the interviews, and Rachel McCarthy produced the episode. Thanks for listening. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.